You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all women, whether you are single, married, a mom, not a mom, all of us can be the best versions of ourselves. But if you happen to be a mom, be the best mom ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. Okay, so today I'm going to share with you my personal experience with how I got over trichotillomania. And do you know what trichotillomania is? Well, it's a really long word that I have a lot of trouble saying, but uh, if you don't want to use that really long word, you can also call it hair pulling disorder. So, yes, I had this disorder and I developed it for a short time. It was kind of intertwined into uh, my postpartum depression that I experienced after my first child. Now, a lot of people have this who have never had a child. Um, Actually, this is actually um, uh, one of those uh, mental disorders that kind of creeps up on teenage girls. Um, teenage girls into their early 20s suffer with this a lot. Like this is a big demographic for this particular disorder. And um, so for me, um, I though I experienced it after I had my first baby. So oh, it was very interesting. Um, it was strange because I had never randomly pulled my hair before. But what it revealed for me is that I am prone to obsessive behaviors. It is a way that I can tell with myself that my stress levels are going to a place where they're becoming uncontrolled, right? And we stress for different reasons. We stress because of things that are happening in life, a life shift like a baby, hello, that is a huge life shift (laughs) that can cause a lot of feelings. And for me, it brought up a lot of feelings from, you know, unresolved things in my past. And then I saw my future, which is so bright with my little ones, you know, but it also was like a lot of responsibility. So it was like, oh, man, hey, oh, it just got me a little trippy there for a minute. OK, and that's OK. We get in those situations when we have life shifts. So that was my life shift that happened. And um, going into a pretty severe depression afterwards, and then that depression having the component of the hair pulling disorder attached with it. So um, for me, it was pretty challenging to get through, um, but I'm going to tell you how I got through it. And it's really, really simple. And guess what? If you are dealing with an obsessive compulsive based um, disorder, which a lot of people who um, like are driven to be in business or um, strive for perfection or um, are go-getters, this is a problem that a lot of those types of people have. So be on the lookout for that. Um, I really had to do some evaluating and say, why am I doing this? Okay, like, why am I pulling my hair out? Now, once I asked myself that question, I realized that I had actually kind of done that before and I didn't realize it. One of my kind of knee jerk reactions when I am going through something stressful is my head itches. My head itches for a lot of reasons. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes when I am experiencing like something really great, (laughs) my head will itch. And yeah, so it's, I'm always in my head and I didn't realize that, but I think just that 
kind of spiraled into the hair pulling disorder. I basically just saw like a primary doctor for that and had some really good conversations um, with my primary doctor and kind of was just like, you know, I think that this is something that if you need additional help for, we can certainly go that route. But based on me knowing you and this doctor had known me for years at this point, I feel like this is something that if we can identify the problem and what's going on, you probably will be able to kind of treat yourself with this. Okay. So I was encouraged to kind of go home and really just evaluate myself, have some really good conversations um, and do my own research as well. So I did. And I was like, first of all, what is this big old name that you just told me that I have? And um, what I appreciate about that person uh, that told me, this doctor, it wasn't like, oh, you have this disorder and you, you're you just over, you know? It's like, this is just something that happens. This is something that can pass, you know? And I think if more people kind of realize that, you know, disorders are different than diseases. Sometimes those um, terminologies are, are used interchangeably. And sometimes regarding certain medical things, they can be. But regarding this particular type of mental disorder, a disorder is very different than a mental disease. So how I was able to stop was one day, you know, I was doing research on this. I, I turned to a great resource that I will use often, which is jw.org, where they have lots of articles on coping with mental stresses and things like that. So I did. And asking yourself, can I stop doing this? And can I set up a system for myself to say, hey, when I feel this way, I don't do this. So I had to sit back and say, okay, when do I feel like pulling my hair? It's usually when I just was stressed for something. So identifying what those triggers were, I identified them I'm like, oh, that's one of them. That's another, that's another. So then I knew when that happens, I'm going to want to pull my hair and then bam, I have to stop that behavior. That psychology is something that I enjoyed um, in undergrad college. So um, rediscovering that was a way that kind of got me through it as well. And then once I had the triggers, I was like, man, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I was like, this is a disorder. This is not something that I can't physically, you know, um, change even certain diseases we can change. Um, some we can't, but this is something that is in my power to change obsessive compulsive disorders, no matter how minor, um, are something that we can change the major ones. We may need a little help, you know, professionally to get those under control, but these minor ones, which I had a minor one, I was able to do it. So one day I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I know what my triggers are and I'm not going to pull my hair. So what I did was I actually braided my hair on that side. So this was the area I would pull this chunk right here, which was really kind of annoying that I did that because I also suffer from random hair loss because of my actual physical disease. <laughs> so I was like, why am I pulling out my hair? I don't have much hair to pull. Why would I then pull out more of my own hair? This makes no sense. So making myself feel silly a little bit like, hey, you should want to have hair. Why are you pulling your hair out? So I braided the area 
so that I could kind of stay away from it and not touch it. So that's a little trick you can do if it's hard for you is braid that hair and don't go near. And every time I would go near it, instead of digging my fingers in, I would immediately just open my hand and put it there. Okay, so I just open my hand just like this, open it and then just put it down. It's like I'm not even going to do it. And I wanted to do it for myself because I wanted to challenge myself. I'm like, is this something I can actually do? Can I do this? Can I overcome this? And how good will I feel about myself when I'm like, dude, I don't have that anymore. I did that. I stopped that behavior that I don't want to have. And so it took me, I'll say, honestly, once I made the decision about a week, it was quick. I was like, you know what? This is silly. I'm not going to freaking do this anymore. This is ridiculous. I saw the way that it was affecting me physically. I'm like, great now. So I have like a random thin ball patch up front because I just had a baby. And everyone knows when you have a baby, you get right here on your temples, hair loss. Okay. Plus it was already thinner to begin with because of pre-existing stuff. And then now I gave myself a massive ball patch over here that had nothing to do with anything. So realizing that and and taking ownership of it, like I did this, I did it. Okay. So what also helped me was I was able to see how what was going on with me was affecting the person that I care so much about in this entire world, which is my husband. My husband has been there for me in ways that nobody else on the face of this earth has been there for me. And he was very concerned. He didn't know what to do. And then he started stressing out, you know, he's a nail biter. His nails were like on nubs. Okay. So I was like, we can't both be up in here. You biting your nails. I'm ripping my hair out. Uh -uh, This is too much. We got to stop this. Okay. So I really did not want him to, to have to go through that distress because I was just a wreck. And, you know, I was just mentally a wreck at the time, you know? So I was like, I can't do this to him. He cares for me. I want to be a wife that is active in the relationship and contributing and um, someone that he, you know, is like, oh, this is just, you know, my everything, not someone that, and sometimes we fall into that and that's okay. But I just wanted to be able to give equally to the relationship and not succumb to that OCD disorder. I didn't want to succumb to that. I didn't want to. Okay. So you got to want, you know, if you want to change how you're operating, even something that is so challenging like this, you can. Now, another tip I will give you is If it's something that's new for you. So again, I had like subtle, very subtle things, even from childhood that were just like little mannerisms that were very minor manifestations of OCD that weren't full on OCD. But then once you cross that threshold and you realize, oh no, this has gone from something that was like nothing, just a mannerism into an OCD, change it as quick as you can. So my hair pulling lasted about six months from the time that it became an issue and a disorder, you know, by a, by a professional to the point that I stopped doing it was six months. Okay. 
make that change as quick as you can. Cause I'm going to tell you, the longer you stay like that, the harder it's going to be for you to come out of it. And I would tell that to anybody with any type of little mental disorder thing that they have going on, because again, you want to immediately change. You want to get back to yourself as quick as possible. And with mental illness, that is what happens for most people. They go down that road. They hit that point where it's a transition. Okay. And instead of having a short period, it just snowballs into something bigger and bigger and bigger to where it becomes something that they can no longer control. So what I always say to people is the minute your doctor tells you something about, um, hey, you have OCD or you have this mental disorder, um, immediately take action, immediately and set in in point say okay i got this diagnosis today six months from now two months from now one year from now whatever is best for you i'm not going to have this problem i am going to overcome this so when you get that diagnosis don't then start operating like oh now i've got a bocd and i have ocd so this is what i do it's just something that happens you know, and for a lot of people, just like you get sick with a cold, right? Sometimes mental illness comes on for a while and you treat it and it goes away. You don't have it anymore. That's been six years. And I haven't had it since. And it's because I was able to get my hands on some good information, apply it, focus on those who cared for me, which was my husband, and really say, you know what? I have to change. I don't want to do this. This is not the life that I want where I'm going around because it, it'll start with hair pulling. Then I'll be compulsive about something else. I don't want it. Okay. So that's just my story. Um, I was able to stop that mental OCD disorder of hair pulling. And I think you can too. And maybe your disorder isn't exactly hair pulling. Maybe it's nail biting. Maybe it's causing self-harm. Maybe it manifests itself in some other ways. You can control it, okay? You can absolutely stop that behavior once you come to the point that you want to, okay? And some people say, I want to, but I can't. It's at the point that you stop saying, I can't. Okay. Once that I can't turns into an I can, and you have to figure out for you what it will take to make that happen. But that is the point where you will be able to change. You will be able to get back to yourself. You will be able to get back to your mentally healthy position that you had before. Okay. Don't just say this is just something I have. You know, you get the flu. It doesn't last forever. You just got sick for a little bit. You're going through a tough time. That's all, you know, and that's it. Don't succumb to it. Don't let it become the flu that never went away. It's just a sickness. That's why it's called a sickness. Sickness, these types, you can get over it and you can thrive. Okay. So, and then when I had my other baby, I didn't have any of it. Because number one, I already knew it was coming. You know, I had my expectations. It wasn't such a life shift. And I prepared myself a little bit better. And so it was fine. Okay. So again, don't just succumb to these things. And I actually um, had a client that was a, um, just a regular client of mine, a hair client. And she had the, this disorder 
way more severe than I did. And at the time, I didn't realize that it would be a disorder that I too would have in the future. And I remember thinking to myself when I was sitting there doing her hair for her wedding, because we kind of made this hairstyle that really disguised it. She had like over half of her hair gone, but she had so much hair you would never have known. Um, And I remember thinking, why would she do this? And then her lashes she actually pulled like my lashes. I never pulled to the point that there was like ball spaces or anything. It was just very, very minor, like never like that. She literally had like maybe four lashes on this lash and this one, she didn't pull at all. So she had the one lash where it was just everything gone, you know, practically. And so I had to, you know, do her lashes in a certain way to disguise that for her. And she looked beautiful on her wedding day. You would have never known that. And I've had a couple of clients like that over the years. But um, with that one particular, I can remember thinking, man, this this girl is just gorgeous. And I wonder why she's doing that. And, you know, I didn't know why people pull their hair, you know, at that point. But then later I found out it's response to stresses and traumas in life. And so then when I went through it myself, I was much more empathetic and understanding. And then I also felt bad because I was like, you know what? She was going through something at that time. And I wasn't aware. Sure, she was just my client, but we see people with these disorders and we want to think, oh, there's something so wrong with them. No, it's not. It can happen to anybody. It happened to me. I did not have it before. I didn't do that before, you know? So it can happen to you. So be understanding when people do have things going on, going on mentally. But at the same time, know that, you know what? Just because we have something going on at a time in our lives doesn't mean we have to stay like that and we have to succumb to what's going on. We can push forward. We can get rid of it. We can stop doing it. So this is just kind of like um, my experience with hair pulling disorder and how I kicked it to the curb, girl. I don't do that no more. Over it. Over it. And I'm happy I was able to do that because now I have more hair there. You would have never known I pulled my hair out. Okay, so that's good. And um, my husband doesn't worry about me that he's going to need to, you know, really get me some serious help and I can be helpful to him and he's helpful to me. Um, I'm able to be, you know, a best mom to my uh, ability in that area versus if I hadn't gotten that under control. It would have been affecting, you know, how I parent. So, you know, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. Okay. All right, ladies, I hope that you have um, learned something from me sharing my experience with hair pulling disorder and how I was able to get over it. I hope you are able to get over any OCD disorder that you are dealing with as well. Thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode.